Hello and welcome to Oceana, everybody! Yay! I'm going Anon and purging my name from the show. But keep those tinfoil hats on with me, because we are going to be broadcasting the media's blatant lies and doublespeak for as long as the tech giants will let us air. We're even thinking of starting a CB channel, so we are as deep in the rabbit hole as you can be. In all seriousness, though, if the government comes asking, you don't know who I am. Also, I will be deactivating the Facebook page, and I'm thinking of a name change as well, um, probably an RSS feed change. Uh, so for our listeners, stay tuned to MeWe for updates. Uh, if you don't have a MeWe, please get one. Facebook has proven that uh, they are not interested in political speech that uh, they disagree with. So now for the news, the media is creating more right-wing conspiracy theorists with their biased nonsense. And also, after claiming for many months that the stock market isn't a barometer for success in the economy, they then use the stock market as a barometer for success in the company. Amazing. Left-wing activists, posing as objective journalists, are afraid for their lives, and they are definitely not overreacting. They never overreact. You're overreacting for thinking they're overreacting. Racist. Democrats in big tech effectively shut down Republican donations because the resistance and their oppressive and other nonsense that doesn't make any sense. And to close the show today, some good news in a world of Orwellian making. I'm Anon, and this is Anon, Holmes Politicast. If that opening didn't make me sound insane to you, then nothing will. All right, so fun, fun stuff, fun stuff happening right now. Um, yeah, I actually our first our first uh, news piece deals with um, the rise in popularity of CB radios. Huh? Shocker. You kick an entire political side of the aisle off of internet, off of social media, uh, off of all the places where they have platforms to get their message out. And yeah, they're probably going to be a little paranoid. Uh, I'm a little paranoid. So uh, just hang with me as I find out exactly how paranoid I need to be. Um, I do have a future wife and children to think about. Um, I do have my commitment to Christ to think about for this. So, <laughs> if they're doing that, uh, it's not long before they start killing people. So, um, we'll, I'm going to find out exactly how bad this is. I'll keep doing this as long as I feel that it is, uh, as long as I feel that it is useful. Sorry about that. Uh, my phone just did something weird. Oh, I started playing an ad. Okay, cool. Um. So yeah, I had a I had a Gravian um, clip pulled up for later, but that is later. This is now. Um, we will be continuing on with the show, calling out the media for their ridiculous uh, double standards, trying to do our own uh, reporting as well. That hasn't gone very well lately. Um, so yeah, if you'd like to be a reporter in your local area, or you'd like to um, apply for it anyway. Um, you can always email the show. So, with that, we jump in. Alright, so the Detroit Free Press, uh, talking still, uh, about the supposed violent 
demonstration that's supposed to be happening on Sunday um, in capitals all over the United States. And uh, Oddly enough, no conservative group is supporting it. No conservatives have really heard of it at all, um, except for through the media. So, weird. But uh, here we go. Michigan's right-wing groups are posting online saying both they will and they won't demonstrate in Lansing this weekend ahead of President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration. But experts don't believe that the threat of violence has ended. All right, so I would expect... Um, here's what I expect from this article. I expect the right-wing groups that are posting saying that they will. Um, which ones are saying that they will? I, I want that information. That's kind of relevant, don't you think? Let's see if they give it. Um, and, conspirio and conspiratorial Michiganders believe so deeply in an imminent communications blackout that CB radio business is booming. You don't say. You don't say. Conspiratorial Michiganders. Um... If, if the CB radio business is booming, I, you know, I don't think that that's just conspiratorial Michigan. How could you be so contrary in one sentence? Detroit Free Press, you suck. This is why I would never give them money. <laughs> oh, guys. I don't always read through all of the articles. The first one to have this much gold in it. Oh, one sentence right there. I'm going to read that again. <clears throat> and conspiratorial Michiganders believe so deeply in an imminent communications blackout that the CB radio business is booming. We've got enough conspiratorial Michiganders to get the CB radio business booming. Uh, maybe that's not the conspiratorial Michiganders. Maybe that are, maybe those are the ones that are looking at you, Detroit Free Press, lying and looking at the Facebook, using the fact checkers that are saying the exact same things that you are, um, that are saying the exact th same things that the Democrats are, and they're looking at all this and they're saying, huh, Democrats own all this stuff. Um, where are we allowed to speak? Okay, and then and then what you do, you say, oh well, freedom of freedom of uh, freedom of uh, what what is it what is it they're using? Oh, capitalism. Uh, you can't restrict businesses. Okay, well we'll go make our you know fine. Uh, if you want to have your own business, we'll go make our own. And then you shut it down when it becomes successful. That's the problem, Detroit Free Press. Um, it's not that Michiganders are conspiratorial. It is that you are acting in very conspiratorial ways. All right? Um, conspiracy theories exist because conspiracies exist. And when we see one right in front of our eyeballs, um, people, yeah, they tend to get a little nervous. So, um... So, oh, the Southern Poverty Law Center gets a uh, gets a say in here. The most left organization in the world. Uh, gosh, they would they would like nothing more than for there to be right wing violence at the Southern Poverty Law Center. They they're probably the ones stoking this. 
Um, okay, whatever. However, given the announcement at night at of heightened security at the state capitol, Hayden isn't even sure how large those demonstrations might be. The FBI warned Friday for the potential of violence at all state capitals and said it is tracking an extensive amount of concerning online chatter. Huh. They don't say where the concerning online chatter is coming from. Maybe they'll get to it. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that BLM has been present at every single violent event of the past year. So... I'm going to go ahead and assume that it's BLM. Um, however, a few of Michigan's groups protesting Governor Gretchen Whitmer and supporting President Donald Trump reluctant to join in on protests this weekend. Oh, are reluctant. Appear reluctant. Well, yeah, because you're calling for... Our, this This isn't the way we... Pro, we just... We, we call for a protest. Uh, we don't call for armed protests. We call for protests and armed people show up. When you're calling for armed protests, that looks like the left trying to get the right out with as much guns as possible. You idiots. This is so obvious. It's like... <laughs> you're as transparent as glass, people. Good night. Alright, so this, this this is obvious nonsense. I'd like to go to the Capitol um, this week and just, you know, see. It's Sunday, so I could just drive down there with, well, I, w I don't know if I want to take my fiancé into the Capitol where there's going to be violent leftists, potentially, but uh, we'll see. Uh, probably, not, probably won't be there, but. Alright, so the stock market, we have been told is not a barometer of success in the economy. Just because the stock market is doing well doesn't mean that we're doing good, right? The, the right, the free press and all the mainstream media have been telling us that for, you know, forever, right? The, the the stock market has nothing to do with success, you know, Trump Trump is just making his people rich. Oh, oh wait, wait, Detroit Free Press says says uh, the stock market continues its positive momentum the past week on optimism surrounding additional stimulus measures, a solid start to the fourth quarter earnings season, and the continued rollout of coronavirus vaccines. Investment banks J.P. Morgan and Citigroup have a er, city yeah Citigroup led a group of more than thirty blue chip U.S. companies that are suspending or modifying their political donation strategies. Following the deadly riots in the U.S. Capitol. Of course, the deadly riots in the U.S. Capitol. My eyeball. Some companies have chosen to withhold funding from and only from members of Congress who objected to the certifying of the election. This is ridiculous. This is insane. What the hell are they talking about? Um... So this, so this, another one I didn't read. Uh, what the hell is this? Um, so this is a weird article. Um, so it basically just says, 
the stock market is doing well and a bunch of U.S. companies are stopping donations to Republicans. Um, huh. Zero. You know, it's funny because I remember a bunch of Democrats calling for violence in the streets. Um, I don't remember any... Any banks or anything stopping donations to any Democrats. That's that's odd. That's really peculiar. Okay. Um, we'll see. We'll see if they if they uh, pick up more. You know, other Republicans or you know, is is this just something that well now you can get out of supporting Republicans at all or. I don't know, we'll see. JP Morgan, Citigroup, they're they're giant corporations, they probably lean left because, you know, resistance and oppression and such. So um yeah. So one one good thing. See, I do have good news, people. Amidst all the chaos and the fall of our republic and you know, the the oppression of everybody, I do have good news, people. So Twitter uh shares drop more than twelve percent. After the company permanently banned uh, President Donald Trump from its platform due to concerns that his posts would incite further violence following the incident at the Capitol. Um, again, more bullcrap. Uh, he called for a peaceful and um, patriotic protest. But regardless, um, I, I am happy to announce that uh, I was one. I was a part of that. Uh, well, I, I didn't actually sell Twitter shares, um, but I, I got a VPN. Uh, so perfect transition. Uh, Express, uh, you know, how do, how do, how does Twitter make its money, people? Um, well, they they do it by taking your data and they use it to um, push ads at you. And you, I mean, you all know it. You you've been talking about something, and all of a sudden, uh, you're you pull up your social media and they're showing you a picture of it. And you're like, oh my goodness, this is weird. Uh, is Big Brother is Big Brother watching me? Well, that is why you need ExpressVPN. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not really doing a commercial. Um, but yeah, I got ExpressVPN. And uh, so, yeah, Twitter can no longer make money off of me. Woot to the woot. Also, it makes my internet go out on my computer. But I think I only need it on when I'm actually on those apps. So, uh, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. So, uh, this this ridiculousness is, yeah, yeah, keep those tinfoil eyes on people, <laughs> all right, so, uh, click on Detroit, has an interesting article, that was weird, I just had like this mucus, I, I, I don't know, it was, you guys know what that happens when your, your throat goes on, like that for a minute, it's just a blockage, so, it's fine. Um, journalists prepare for protests where they could be targets. Prepare for targets, targets of protests. Um, so I was intrigued by this one. Uh, what do they mean by targets of protest? There, I mean, there are many things that they could mean. Um, are they going to be, are they going to be deplatformed? Um, as, as many conservative outlets have been, is that, is that the kind of targeting they mean? Um, or big tech is going to protest journalists. I, no, I doubt that's it. No, um, they, 
could be targets of protests. Uh, um, could that could that mean that people are going going to unsubscribe from them? Um, I, I doubt it. I mean, most of the people that read them are blissfully ignorant about uh, the fact that they're being lied to every other day. So I doubt that's the protest. I mean, I mean, could it be? Huh? Maybe. Maybe protests from Republicans that are sick to death of you lying about them constantly on a daily basis. Uh, perhaps. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, while, monitoring, while monitoring online chatter about protests at state capitals in advance of next week's presidential inauguration. Oh, this is interesting. We, we just saw something about this. Uh, the Seattle Times comes, came across a chilling description for journalists. Soft targets. The phrase drove him drove home the importance of safety precautions being put in place by news organizers across the country this weekend, including those planned by Times managing editor Ray Rivera and his colleagues. This is scary territory, Rivera said. I don't want to overstate this, but there is always the concern. It's hard to know how much of this rhetoric or how much of this is rhetoric or bomba- bombast. But it's easy for me to think that some person is going to take the message seriously and do something. Um, so, again, it doesn't say... I mean, if, if, if they had come across this on a right-wing um, site, online chatter site, uh, that would be the headline. Um, this has to be coming from the left. So, oh yeah, videos of journalists being roughed up is fresh in the mind along with graffiti... Scrawled in the Capitol saying, murder the media. Yeah, I doubt that's where the violence is going to come from. Uh, I saw a lot of violence toward journalists uh, trying to get into uh, the Chaz uh, this summer. Uh, no, no, overst- you know, no uh, um, ridiculous fear about that. Nobody got their skirts in a knot but in fear over, over the BLM riots when rioters were... <laughs> Uh, doing God knows what to all kinds of journalists. Uh, I mean, okay, the ridiculous double standard here is ridiculous. Um, These people are throwing a temper tantrum. Oh, oh, the Associated Press. Okay, of course it is. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was was, uh, David Bowder of the Associated... Oh, gosh. Yeah, he's, he's got a skirt and a knot. He's he's scared of the scary Republicans with their guns and their their all their beards and their maskless faces. Oh, they're so scary. Okay. All right. So another from the Associated Press. Click on Detroit. Um, donor backlash fuels GOP alarm about Senate fundraising. I think this is related to um, the yeah. I read a little bit of this. So this is re- related to, um, uh, yeah, bunch of big, bunch of big, so basically just, again, a bunch of big uh, tech corporations um, hold, withholding money from Republicans for refusing to impeach Trump. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, Republicans are super oppressive and, you know, they, they've got all this power and, you know, they, they are, they're the man. We need to, we need to resist the man. Resistance. Yeah, we need to burn stuff. 
resist resist all these people that have absolutely no power what a joke all right i that this this article just annoys me so i'm not even gonna talk about it very okay so um uh, actually i'm gonna save that one for good news later uh do do oh, okay biden uses the defense production act to help reach goal of covid19 vaccination plan this is from wxyz detroit um an abc affiliate um so i've seen president-elect biden's plans um that you know are totally his and we're never you know trump trump never had any of these ideas uh so yeah okay President-elect Joe Biden laid out his plan on Friday for a national vaccination plan and set a goal of administering 100 million shots by the end of his first 100 days in office. Okay. Uh, 100 million shots by his first 100 days in office. I'll hold you to that, Joe. Let's see how you do. I, you know, I actually did this with Trump for a while uh, after he was elected because I, I thought he was a uh, stupid liar and he was lying about everything. Um... So he did. He did actually pretty well. He actually um, he pushed for most of the stuff that was on that list. So uh, I was, I'll keep a list for Biden. Uh, first hundred days, hundred million vaccinations. Okay. So during his remarks over his vaccination plan, Biden also said he plans to use the Defense Production Act to work with private industry to accelerate the making of materials needed to supply and administer the vac- the vaccines from the tubes and syringes to protective equipment. We've identified the suppliers and are preparing to work with their terms. So, uh, basically just shoveling money at private industries to make it go faster, quote-unquote, as though it's doing anything. Yeah. Uh, Private industries, they move pretty fast of their own volition, just shoveling money at them. Probably won't make it move too much faster there, Sleepy Joe. All right. Um, Ooh, wow, $1.9 trillion. Wow. Okay. Jeez, that is a lot of money we're spending. Um, you know, and I'm sure that we're going to have all 100 million of those doses because so many people want the vaccine. I hear so many people that are interested in the vaccine, right? So, um, yeah. The only reason anybody was asking for a vaccine was because the governor was shutting everything down. Nobody actually wants one. So that's that's the irony of the vaccine. I know some people have gotten it. Um, I won't mention names or people, but none of them have grown an arm out of their belly button yet. So uh, maybe it's not as bad as, you know, people maybe are claiming it is. I'm still not getting it. I don't care. I don't get the flu vaccine. I'm not going to get a COVID vaccine. Stupid. Um, so this is just... I guess it's it's just he's rolling out his plan of administering the vaccines, which is so different than Trump's plan. My goodness. But the media won't call this out, so I have to. All right. So, uh, interesting piece from... I mean, we talked about Parler being shut down. I don't think I mentioned why Parler was shut down. Um, so, Parler was shut down because they refused to monitor their threats of violence and hate speech and all that, um, as Twitter does, right? So they were deplatformed by GoDaddy, which is a web hosting service. Um, they host websites. They they are like 
um, they, I may be wrong here, okay, but I'm going to try to explain this in simple man's terms. Um, there are hubs of servers um, throughout the United States that hold all the information for websites. When you go to a website, you are going to that host, that, uh, that group of servers through the internet connection. So these server, the people that own these servers are people like GoDaddy, Wix, um, people that host websites, uh, HostGator, I think. Um, so the, the uh, host, GoDaddy, said that um, uh, threats of violence and using it for um, violent activities was not tolerated. So all the conservatives are waiting breathlessly for them to uh, deplatform Twitter. <laughs> so the New York Post, uh, in an opinion piece here, the New York Post is great, by the way. Um, they have great writers. So... Um, this is by David Moore. No, David Marcus. Yeah, David Marcus. So it's, he says, Of late, much attention has been focused on acts of censorship by Twitter. What is garnered for far less attention is what Twitter chooses not to censor. And the examples are shocking, both in content and in the, in the hypocrisy that big tech shows in its effort to destroy Twitter's competitor, Parler. Amazon, Apple, and Google have all acted to shut down Parler because it hosts calls for violence. But a simple search of Twitter shows that it regularly allows such calls itself. I love that insane dog. It's great. Um, Twitter hosts a kill Trump hashtag in all of the glorious English languages, there is no clearer, plainer, or shorter way to call for violence than the words kill followed by somebody's name. But there it is. One of these tweets reads, hashtag arrest Trump, not enough. Hashtag kill Trump. And this isn't new. Back in June, the hashtag assassinate Trump was bouncing around the website with gems like, someone take this clown out now. That tweet is still up. And while Trump's alleged call for violence, and while Trump's alleged calls for violence, in fact, sorry, I, I, the wording is weird. In fact, he explicitly called for peaceful protests, got him banned. The okay, I think it's supposed to be. In fact, his explicitly called pe called for peaceful protest. Uh, got him banned. The Ayatollah Kamidoni tweeted this, and uh, I don't, that's some Muslim group. I don't know if I even pronounce that right. Uh, they tweeted this in November. Palestine will be free while the fake Zionist regime will perish. There's no doubt about this. So encouraging a completely legal challenge to election results gets our president banned. But the leader of Iran's brutal state threatening to wipe out Israel is no problem at all. There's a Twitter account that calls itself Pigs in a Blanket, Fry em Like Bacon, a call to kill police that is also found in myriad tweets. There is currently a tweet up from the day of the Capitol riots that reads, I hope the Trumpers out there all die of COVID, 
when Congressman-elect Luke Letlow did die with COVID, there were tweets celebrating or calling it justice. Antifa, which engaged in riots all summer in Portland, has several Twitter accounts that they use to organize. In July, a left-wing Portland journalist tweeted during a riot, Heads up, it looks like Andy No is here. Author and Antifa critic No has been physically assaulted by the group. Clearly, she knew she was putting him in danger, the, the journalist. The point is that Twitter is a cesspool of threats of violence, but takes little notice unless they come from conservative voices that threaten their power and their bottom line. This idea that Twitter is acting in the interest of the community or promoting healthy discourse with its censorship is absurd. Twitter acts in one, Twitter acts in one and only one entity's interest, its own. Um, so it just goes on about Jack Boots, Dorsey, um, taking advantage of tragic and chaotic events. Um, yeah, he basically, I mean, this is spot on ridiculous things going on. Uh, Twitter's double standard is ridiculous. Um, it's easy to see. Uh, and now as a bonus before I get to... My good news, we will hear the media defending the riots at the Capitol. Not exactly, but they defend violence um, before turning around and, you know, saying that, oh, violence is so bad and how dare anybody do this. So here we go. I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, it, is not, uh, it is not, generally speaking, unruly. That ain't a riot, what we're seeing right now in Minneapolis. They are strictly principled anti-fascists, and they've taken a principled stand to stand against white supremacists and white nationalists wherever they may show up. I argue to you tonight, all punches are not equal morally. It says it right in the name, Antifa, anti-fascism, which is what they were there um, fighting. Listen, there's... You know, no organization is perfect. There was some violence. Any reasonable person would say we shouldn't be destroying other people's property, but these are not reasonable times. Thank goodness for the looters, man. And please, show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. I don't care that much about statutes. Shouldn't that be done by a commission or the city council, not a mob in the middle of the night throwing it into the harbor? People will do what they do. You're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Do not get it twisted and think that, oh, this is some something that has not never happened before. And then this is so terrible. And where are we and these savages and all of that? This is how this country was started. People get mad and people get sick of it. People are risking COVID to explain to this. Well, that's enough of that. You can go see more of it. Uh, one of those was actually uh, an elected official, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, people will do what they do. Yeah. Thanks, Nancy. Uh, people will do what they do. Um, and I believe uh, somebody stole your lectern and uh, you, you didn't say that. You prosecuted them. So thanks for the hypocrisy. Thanks for the double standard. We see you. Your wrinkly butt cheeks with no clothes on. It's gross. Put some clothes on. All right. Now, we move on to our good news for the day. Okay. Trump administration carries out 13th and final execution. Now, this is great news. Um, 
presidents haven't had the spine to perform executions for a long time. These people have committed heinous acts of disgusting uh, murder, generally, uh, rape, you know, all the all the fun stuff that lands you on death row. So, the Trump administration on Friday carried out its 13th federal execution since July. Yes, this was late in coming. Yes, he should have done this earlier, but good for him for doing it. Dustin Higgs convicted of convicted in the killings of three women in Maryland Wildlife Refugee in 1996 was the third to receive the lethal injection this week at the federal prison in Terrahaute, India, Indiana. <coughs> India. Ridiculous. President Donald Trump's Justice Department resumed federal executions last year following a 17-year hiatus. Well, President Trump's Justice Department didn't have a 17-year hiatus. This was a four-year hiatus. Um, okay, so. No president in more than 120 years has overseen as many federal executions. Higgs, 48, was pronounced dead at 1.23 a.m. Very good. So, there's your good news. Um, some horrible people that did disgusting things are dead. Um, yeah, that's that's still a good... I mean, at least our government still carries out justice. You know, God gave them that power. Um, every once in a while, they need to use it, at least. I think in a country of 350 million, maybe every more, more than every once in a while, but... It is what it is. Uh, we go forward. Stay tuned to MeWe for more updates. Um, follow us on... Um, my goodness. how go. You know what? Go to the webpage because uh, I'll be posting any new feeds that I see up there. So become a subscriber if you're not already. Um, if you want to keep on following the show. Uh, the, the website's the best way to find us. Um, I can't, can't guarantee... You know, anything on Facebook, and I'm removing it anyway, so uh, uh, we'll see. Yeah, so get your VPN, uh, get your tinfoil hat, get your CB base, uh, and we will be back next week with more of Homes Politicast Anon Edition. <laughs>